Welcome to the BC Powercast. I'm your host, Black Six, and this is episode 50. It's been a lot of fun doing podcasts for 50 straight months, but I'm sad to say that uh, the run of the BZ Powercast Series 2 has come to an end. It's a lot of work putting together a podcast uh, every month, especially with the way we do things where we have a bunch of different segments that uh, have to get edited and stitched together. And uh, made the decision to focus our efforts on other things on BZ Power as opposed to a uh, podcast that not a lot of people listen to. Uh, for those of you who do listen, I'm sorry, and I'd like to thank you and everyone else who has been listening for the past four years, as well as all the co-hosts who have come on and done segments with me. It's been a blast, and hopefully we'll do something like this in the future, perhaps, uh, whether it's a, maybe a podcast or a video show or something, who knows. Uh, it's always fun to do, but we just got to make sure that... Uh, it's something that you guys want and that everyone enjoys and that we enjoy making. But for the time being, we don't have any immediate plans of revisiting the podcast format at this point. So anyway, on to this month. We're going to start things out by talking about the Staff Survivor game that's going on in the general discussion forum uh, with some of the lucky contestants and see what their thoughts are on the, sh- on the game and where they think it's going to be headed. Then Windrider joins us for a how-to BZP, which uh, hopefully is a fitting one for our last episode of the Powercast. After that, DV, Nukai, and MZ join me to talk about Brick Fair Virginia, which took place at the beginning of this month. And then, of course, Holly Husky and Janus Janus wrap things up with their latest Bionicle comic reading. Thanks again, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the past 49 episodes and also enjoy this 50th and final one. Here we go. So recently, a fun game has been sweeping BZ Power, featuring some present and past staff faces. Staff Survivor is back again. And with me, I have Holly Husky, Janus Janus, and Makaru to talk about it. What's going Hi, on, guys? Husky. Hello, everyone. I'm Makaru. Hi, I'm Ali Husky. How you doing? I thought you were Janus. Where's Janus? There is no Janus. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> only, only Zool. Janus is in the past. <laughs> Janus is in the past. <laughs> I thought he was the past and the future, but... Okay, then, if you say so. Anyway, so we have this game going on. Uh, who wants to talk a little bit about what the whole premise is. So right, maybe so, talk about your, your experience with uh, how it got started. All right, so Staff Survivor uh, was was bred in the mind of one Tuffy Payafi, uh, one sinister evening. I don't know how she gathered us all. It seems like some of us are voluntary. I was drugged. It seems like and, she sucked something into our drinks. Yeah. I wasn't drinking. She gave me the Metroid Prime trilogy, and all of a sudden I wake up on an island. Ooh, you had the worst one of all. Yeah. Maybe there was some like contact poison or something on, on the trilogies when you picked up the box you got on your hands. Must have been, yeah. Must have been. If the reviews are to be believed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys all got drugged. You wake so, up so on the island of Voinui. Uh Then what happened? Oh, we woke up in a boat, and then uh, unceremoniously, she says, hey, everybody off the boat. So we're getting off the boat, crash onto the beach, and we were uh, wa- lined up for some wacky adventures. 
I like how you imply that she gave us the option of getting off the boat. When I recall, there was at least three of us thrown overboard. Didn't we get thrown Wasn't there a Vaki and involved? There were separate. There were several people who were screaming in terror as they went overboard. Yeah, I, think I was like too busy bravely pushing people out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Them first or you first? Pretty sure it's first off the boat. And then she proceeded to split us all up in teams. Right, so yeah, two teams of probably completely, absolutely random uh, choices. Oh, completely. She definitely didn't split me and Rob up for any reason. Right, you know, that would be silly. <laughs> Nothing fishy going on there. Club, club. <laughs> so, uh, and, all right, so what did you guys have to do after you guys split up in her teams? She wanted us to come up with a name. Name for our team. I probably shouldn't have that planned already, but, you know, put more of the work into us, make us feel proactive, a little uh Make you feel like you were involved, right? You know, yeah. kind of like, kind of like we're, we're, it's our choice to be here. Right. We're enjoying our time. <laughs> Personally, I felt that we shouldn't have settled for the name. Ah, uh, but you settled for that. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> and now Brian has to. That's true, Brian. You've settled for it. Yeah. I'm a settler of that. Thank you. Settler, settler of Catan? No, we're not in Catan. We're on Voyanui. Uh, all right, so yeah, so you guys had some teams. Uh, then I think there were um, some some different challenges you guys have been facing, and uh, one by one, people have been voted off the island. So, what were some one of the favorite or uh, least favorite? <laughs> favorite or least favorite challenges so far, guys? Start with you, Becca. I know what challenges. Thanks for spot. Um, I'm trying to remember all of them because it's been a little while your now. Your art challenge was your favorite. The art challenge you know was it. my favorite, but we're talking about least favorite. Oh, least favorite? Yeah. I said favorite or least favorite. You can do both. Oh, well, well then the art one was my favorite because then I was already, I already had all my oil paints out and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally do this. So I just totally ripped a page out of a book and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I remember she came to me and went, do you have any books that I can destroy? And I just kind of stared at her for <laughs> That's what you go to the library for, Becca. Well, I already had, like, we had a this journal, which had a page on it that was covered in writing. And it was on purpose. You're supposed to doodle on the page. So I was like, this is perfect. So I doodled on the page, and then it started to buckle, and I had to tape it down. <laughs> Pretty sure it was Ayn Rand, so you're just doing the world a favor anyway. Yeah, that's for sure. So what about you, Brian? Any favorite or least favorite challenges? Uh, my favorite challenge so far has been the, uh, the, the stick challenge. We had a, an assortment of sticks, and each person from each team came up and selected a, either one or two sticks, and the last person to take a stick lost. Uh, I personally was conned somehow out of my move through a, a bit of a, a rule snafu that someone told me I couldn't do, and wound up winning anyway. So uh, it all worked out in the end for me. Good job, Brian. You did it. Good job. It was all me. It was Congrats. All me. There's no I in team, but there is me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Rob, how about you? Any favorite, least favorite? I don't even challenges remember. that keep you up at night with nightmares. I don't even remember what challenge it was, but it was the one that. Oh wait, no, it was the stick challenge that I tried to logic out so hard, and then I got outmathed. But it was so <laughs> much fun, except for the math part. Math is hard. Someone that, everyone. actually plotted out what we should do in that case was it was really crazy they were like in case it gets down to here you should do this and i'm not gonna like name names in case they're like oh embarrass me 
but um oh why'd you embarrass me we we had a plan beforehand and i was like oh okay <laughs> i don't think the other team knows this so <laughs> we're gonna win hey i tried to destroy the laws of everything and then it just erupted into a stab i like how you broke the last stick in half i <laughs> i was thinking about just setting it on fire I know you post, you typed that at first and then you didn't get to you. I was sad that you... I should have just set it on fire, then we would have won. Fire is not always the solution, kids. Only but most it of usually is. <laughs> Best thing to do is usually appeal to Jen's better nature. Gosh, <laughs> She's a better fire. nature? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, appeal to, like, her evil empress uh, attitude or something. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. It kind of goes hand in hand, though, really. But you have to be careful because if you're too pandering, then she oh, knows. Oh, she knows. Too. She knows you're up to regardless. You just have to make it worth it. Yeah. Make it entertaining. Okay. Right. I, I think that's all it is, really. At the end of the day, it's just she wants to watch you, the puppets dance, and you guys happen to be the puppets. That's basically your thing. Because this, yeah. is, this is Jen's baby. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, um... Who have you been most disappointed to see voted off so far? And then there is silence. <laughs> I'm not going to ask who you're most excited because that would just be mean. So who are you most? Who who were you wish was still on the island with you guys? It's been a while. We're, we're like both going, going to BT to... Tower trying to figure out who was voted off because it's been a while now. I, I have to go I check my axe. Member of my team <laughs> and the other team. I'm just bringing up a list of the memorial dead. <laughs> there is no memorial dead list. Except maybe there's kind of one on Brian. There's a memorial dead list. I got it on my axe. Yeah, it's on your axe. Hang on, let me go find it. You know what? I was sad that Spink went because I think it would have had yeah, a... Yeah, Spink. Yeah. Would have had a pretty good chance to be really yeah. funny yeah it's trying to be ironic yeah and it was pretty funny but it was i guess it just wasn't enough for some people uh i uh, can't please everyone unfortunately so um speak honestly i hate everyone and i was not unhappy to see anyone go because i believe the world should burn I'm glad I'm on the same team as you. <laughs> I don't know. Eventually, there's not going to be teams, and you guys are going to have to go head to head if you're both still in it. Oh, I will gonna, break you. She's going to break us up soon. I, I don't know when it's happening, but it's certainly going to happen. Um, so, all right. How about this? Out of the people who are left, uh, who either who do you think is going to win it, or why will you win it? Let's start with uh, Brian. <laughs> it's going to be Kakaroo. Oh. I wish. That guy's the best. He is the best. All right, what about you, Rob? Who do you think will win it, or why will you win it? I would love for Kakarou to win it, but I'd also love for Becca and I to win it, because we have plots and plans to do an epic ending. Are you guys going to, like, Hunger Game it up? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) No comment. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantabulous. <laughs> I also hope it happens. If not, we should post some AU in my blog. I'm okay with AUs. Yeah. All right, Becca, what are you? What's your answer? I feel like, somewhat logically, I feel like Adrian might win because so far he's MC. really ducked. NZ, sorry. He really ducked the voting. 
And um, a lot of the people who follow this are the BGB RPG crowd. And you know that uh, um, MZ and Friar Tuck are both really uh, big name uh, BGB RPGers. And people are kind of like, oh, we love them. And you know, like, it's just with good reason and stuff. But I feel like that he might win. Because he probably won't get voted off. Everyone does seem to love MZ. But I do kind of. Adrian's pretty awesome, so get good respect. Like I'm cool with that, right? But I feel like that's that's probably why he's gonna win. (laughs) Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with a little pandering every now and then if you have the right audience. No, there's pretty much a lot of pandering going on. I realize that my entire (laughs) procedure is nothing but pander. It pretty much is. I'm a pander machine. Well, the, even Jen was like, she was like, your voting's coming up, so you better start sucking up to the members. <laughs> <laughs> See, she knows where it's at, too. It's not all in her hands, so it's, it's the members help decide your fate. So is there anything you guys would like to say to the members to uh, to help uh, warm them up to, to keeping you guys on the island a little longer? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Rob is playing oh. the pity card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play the violent card. Um, if I get voted off soon, there will be no more contests for me ever. Oh, <laughs> oh see, I thought you were going to go with, uh, you're going to reduce everyone's proto and like suspend their posting privileges. You yeah. But after the new proto system was installed and it took me like um, three tries to just dock somebody's proto right, I don't think that will happen. <laughs> they know it happened because people were watching it happen. It was so embarrassing on Tumblr. Andrew, you can cut this out if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is hilarious. So, so basically, Becca is saying she's useless as a global moderator, and you should definitely vote her off because she she won't do anything. <laughs> Ryan was very helpful. Hey, right, Brian, what about you? Any messages to the members out there? I am personally willing to offer $3.47 in Canadian tire money. I was just going to say, I don't think Canadians had pennies anymore. Are those your like, say, little shopping coupon things that they give you? Like, last time I bought something for $30, they gave me a $0.10 cents off coupon. I was like, thanks. Oh, no, this is Canadian tire money. I'll post a picture of this, but... It's no, uh, emblazoned with with Scrooge on it, so I, I think I think I got this in the bag. All right, so Brian's going the the bribery route. I don't think there's anything in the rules against that, so power to you there. It's true. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's go around and talk about some tips um, for surviving on Voya Nui. Who wants to start us off? I do. All right, um, so Brian, how about you? Uh, <sighs> tip number one don't die <laughs> very important alright Rob you can go tip number two stab everybody alright I'm a little afraid now uh, let's go on to Becca tip number three don't try to out gift me <laughs> quit it there's, there's no out giffing the master over here I have been called down so many times for getting gifts over 500 KB. I am so skilled at this. <laughs> yeah, don't break the rules either, guys, and you're gifting all over the place. <laughs> all right, more tips. Let's keep going, guys. Tip number four. If you're going to try to out-gif, make it good. <laughs> Tip number five. Don't be DV. 
Oh, poor Pat. Poor Pat. Why do you hate him so much, BC Power? <laughs> Becca, you got anything? Uh, tip number six, Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> tip number seven, always bring toilet paper. There are some luxuries I am not willing to do without. <laughs> do you have another one? Tip number eight. Ritualistic sacrifice does good. <laughs> what are you guys sacrificing over there? I don't well, know, we've but got like a dead shitty. guy. <laughs> Is it really a sacrifice? They're already dead, though. Well, he died under mysterious circumstances. It's possible that he was sacrificed as he died. Ah, okay. <laughs> that sounds rather Mike's, indicting. <laughs> I don't understand why Micah's shorts were blood red until he wiped his hands on them after killing Jason. <laughs> he didn't kill anybody. What are you talking about? Our son would never hurt anybody. What? What? Spoilers. I think he's in therapy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tip Our family nine. is happy and healthy. Nothing, nothing bad. It's okay. Tip number nine, don't work really hard when you're for it because you'll never spend any time in it because by the time you go back to it, Jen's going to call you back to the beach for the next challenge. <laughs> Although every time she comes and she tries to guilt us, she's like, don't you guys have your own camps? And we're like, nope. by the time that we can manage to RP going back to them, it's weekend again. <laughs> yeah. What are we on, 10? Yep. Brian's turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Tip number 10, don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> towels are important. You should always know where your towel is. I forget what I was going to say. Oh, really? You? Yes, really. You're that awesome, Brian. You just made everyone lose their minds. I yeah, can't believe I, I sniped it. <laughs> tip number ten: Don't post like eighty paragraphs. Christian will get mad at you. She will call you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was really eleven. So, Becca, you're on number twelve. I'm on number 12. I can't believe we've managed to keep track of numbers. Number 12, learn to count. (laughs) Tip number 12, if you get dreadlocks done at the beach, bring your own combs because they don't sanitize them. I mean, what? Ew. All right, one last go around, so everyone think of a really good one. Okay, okay. I got it. Tip number 13, Gaffna should always be served with a red wine. How much uh, red wine you guys got there on the island? We got him still, though. <laughs> oh, gosh. Tip number 14. Apparently, we don't actually need food or water to survive, given that we've all been in, like, week-long comas. So don't worry about, you know, essentials. Tip number 15. There is no day or night. <laughs> There you go. All right. <laughs> so, so this is just like the Bionicle universe where the laws of physics don't apply. Except so. Oh. How many times that joke has been made in the Staff Survivor, though? Somewhere an ice cube sank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, best of luck to you guys and your fellow remaining survivors. Don't wish uh, them luck. I'm wishing everyone luck. I am an equal opportunity uh, offender. I I want you all to lose equally. Are you an equalist? (laughs) Remember, 347. Fresh Canadian tire bills. (laughs) You guys know where to find him. Send him a PM. (laughs) 
I hope someone actually does. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So I hope you all all lose and that uh, no one wins or something like that. And that Jen gets to um, lord over your dead corpses uh, by the time this no thing ends. Someone else is allowed to die. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because I was going to kill somebody. That is unfortunate. So, so. everyone uh, out there listening, you know, be sure to check out the general discussion forum uh, for the pin topics and the voting topics and the discussion topics and all that fun stuff. And go watch and laugh and vote <laughs> as these crazy, potentially stupid uh, staff members of ours uh, face off to see who will last the longest. (laughs) Any final words, guys? No? Like you said, journal discussion forum, and that was amusing to me (laughs) because I pictured, like, little children talking about what I wrote in my journal today. What I wrote in my live journal today? (laughs) (laughs) Sites with forums are... Oh, wait, no, never mind. Yeah. Nikki held my hand today, and it was the best. <laughs> oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> All right, so I guess that is um, the last thing you guys have to say, which I think is pretty representative of Staff Survivor as a whole, so thanks for that. A little too clear-cut, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, again, we'll see who wins, and see you all back on VZ Power. Back with us for the last how-to BZP for the foreseeable future is forum leader Windrider. What's going on? Wait, wait. Last for the foreseeable future? Oh, no. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as we, I talked at the beginning, the, uh, the Paracast is coming to a close for the time being. And uh, I guess that means we have to wrap up this feature, too. Yeah. I. It's pretty sad when I think about it and I was a bit a bit teary eyed when I read uh, or heard of the termination of this uh, segment and the Powercast it's yeah well we're gonna have to put up a fitting conclusion here so alright so what is it that we're gonna be talking about to conclude well I thought it would be a good idea to talk about how to be an outstanding BZ Power citizen. You mean like how to get into that fancy group with the copper name? No, not necessarily, though that's definitely part of it. And, so, uh, well, all right, so what is it then? What are, what are we talking about? Let's give the members a clue. Okay. So we're going to talk about how to, uh, I guess, comport oneself on BZ Power in an upstanding way. How to basically find your niche as it were nature niche i think both are acceptable but that's okay um how to make a name for yourself or just really how to uh enjoy yourself on bc power and look good doing it okay so yeah. uh wh- where do people start if they want to have a, a fun time and be a, a good good member of bc power Okay, so um, I'm not sure how true this is nowadays, but in the past, I know, um, and this is going back to my own personal experiences in my younger days, um, that to be an outstanding BZ Power citizen, you had to be a jack-of-all-trades and master of all. 
this isn't necessarily true. Um, so, for example, uh, back in my heyday, I would. I thought you're in your heyday right now, Ryan. Let's let's not beat uh, around the bush. You're you're doing just fine. It's not like you're past your prime or anything. That's true. I guess. How about back in my um, your youth? My youth, yes. <laughs> back in my youth, both BZ Power youth and uh, teenager years youth. I would run around VZP reporting everything. I still do that, but that's beside the point. And thinking that, oh, to set myself apart from the crowd, I had to know the details of all the forum's rules, the rules of each forum, uh, you know, the nuances, the the exceptions, everything. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you that uh, it's okay to you know, find a home in a specific subform, and you know, I'm not saying you have to specialize yourself, but as long as you feel home in that form and can, uh, you know, work your way around some situations that may come up, or you know, know the rules of that one form, it's okay. For example, I see people in comics who, uh, you know, just stick around there, report things in there, and. It may not mean you're the most visible member in the world, but it does get you noticed by the leaders of that forum and the staff of that forum and by Black Six because he reads all the reports. To make a long story short, an OBZPC, both uh, the coppery kind and the non-coppery kind, doesn't have to be visible everywhere. Like you said, just you can you can focus on where you uh, what you enjoy the most and. Just as long as you follow the rules there and help make sure other people follow the rules, uh, you'll definitely stand out. And, you know, if you do find yourself going to another forum for something, uh, you know, the rules topics are always pinned, which makes it nice and easy to figure out uh, what you got to do while you're on someone else's turf. Yeah, and uh, of course, this goes for the blogs as well. Can't forget about them. Can we, though? (laughs) Um... Yeah, that's the subject for discussion, isn't it? <laughs> okay, but yeah, I mean, you don't, I mean, the blogs are a part of BZ Power. If you want to, you know, stick around the blogs and not really stray from them, that's okay too. You can make a name for yourself in the blogs. I've seen people do it. Just don't be infamous in the blogs. That would be a bad thing. Don't be infamous anywhere, I think, is a good a good plan for why you're on BZ Power. Yeah, I think that could sum up the entire point of the segment, and we can end it right there. <laughs> but In conclusion, don't be infamous. Exactly. So, yeah, first thing is you can stick to a small number of forums. That's cool. Uh, the thing is, though, that's assuming that you have to be super active and super visible in the first place. And... That's not necessarily true. Um, so before I talk about that, I just want to say that, yeah, we do have an outstanding BZ Power Citizens group on BZ Power. Um, you probably know about it. You get put into it once you reach full proto, be it through reporting news, reporting things on the forums, uh, premier membership, or otherwise. Or otherwise doing awesome stuff and helping at the site. Yeah. But 
it must be said that just because you're not in this group doesn't mean you're not a good citizen of BZ Power. It doesn't mean you're not outstanding. Um, it's very likely that by doing whatever you do and being positive, you will get noticed and eventually make your way into the group. But that is not always the case. Um, and this goes back to uh, the point I was getting into, is that you don't have to be super visible in order to be a positive influence on BZ Power. Um, I mean, for example, you could lurk the forums and uh, let's say you you look at members' profiles and or, or look at their signatures and if you find one that violates the rules, instead of hitting the report button, you uh, hit the PM button and send a PM to this member saying, hey, your SIG's oversized, here are the rules, let me know if you need help fixing it, etc. Uh, I know that there are members who do this and it's not going to these are actions that aren't really going to get noticed because they're not publicly visible this also applies to um, PMing new members well, when they join the site and saying hey you know here are the rules welcome to BZ Power etc things like that things that are on the private side of things but are nonetheless equally helpful as you know public displays of outstanding citizenship yeah so, no it's it's definitely uh awesome thing for members to do that with little hope of of recognition for it and we appreciate uh, everyone who does does that kind of stuff yeah so i i mean <laughs> it could get recognized I I don't know if this has ever happened, but like the the receiving the member receiving this these uh, helpful PMs could maybe report them and be like, hey, this is awesome, recognize this member. I don't know if it's happened, but it's it's a possibility. I think it might have happened once or twice, but it's not a regular occurrence. Yeah, so it's a if pretty. If you guys want, I could just start randomly reading people's PMs or something to uh, to see what what's going on. Yeah, I'm surprised. You no, that people, one people don't want that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, if I was admin, I'd just randomly do that when I was when I had nothing to do. Yeah, but that would require me to have nothing to do. Yeah, uh, I guess being yeah. Well, that's true. But as I was saying, it's a pretty thankless thing to do, and it's nonetheless appreciated. Those uh, invisible crusaders for outstanding citizenship thank you um yeah um and it, it doesn't even have to be on busy power in the first place i mean it's not unheard of for people who are uh maybe not so active on busy power but active off-site for example i know there's a busy power facebook group i'm not sure what happens in there i don't have a facebook um but on there and in other social media outlets, it's quite a possible thing for BZ Power members to be helping uh, other BZ Power members out. Could have it on uh, offsite and on AIM or things like that. 
and it's just another example of invisible uh, outstanding beast power citizenship, as it were. Right. Yeah, so there's that. Um, there are other ways in which members have made a name for themselves. Uh, I know a certain member who is actually a recent addition to the Outstanding BZ Power Citizens group, Jedi Master J, or JMJ for short. Uh, he basically went around and helped members in a in a more financial way, um, offering premier memberships to people. Uh, I know he was a big donator to Kohaku's Hurricane Sandy uh, recovery fund. He also helped and, a couple of people go to the uh, laser tag and pizza party we had at Brick Fair, Virginia. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so that's, I'd call that a pretty unorthodox way to get oneself into, uh, into, you know, outstanding status, but Hey, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a terrific example of being a very helpful member, even if it doesn't mean that you went around the forums reporting things like everyone does. So don't feel limited. You can think outside the box. Um, you can be outstanding by going to the tracker and making tons of awesome suggestions that get implemented. You can be outstanding by uh, offering, well, this is an example of the blogs, but offering uh, education about recent uh, issues that have come up. And I'm talking, of course, about the gender squad. You might have, might have heard of it. Um, you can be outstanding by, well, you can go the orthodox route. You can report posts on BZ Power. You can answer questions in Q&A, things like that. So, yeah, don't feel limited. Also, don't feel discouraged if um, you don't happen to get proto right away or if you don't get proto at all for what you do. I think, however, we're in a a post-proto-craze BZ Power. I know back in oh, 2004, 2005, and the years surrounding those few, uh, proto was a big thing. It was a big deal. I, I myself was part of the proto-craze. <gasps> I admit. Say it is so right. Yeah. I ran around Q&A, you know, helping to help out, but also... Also, to get Proto, eh, come on, we all did it. Uh, I suppose we'll overlook that in light of uh, what you've done since then. Yeah, Um, but I think these days, members have calmed down. Sure, it's really nice to get Proto. It's also really nice to give it. I enjoy it. I try to do it uh, on a semi-regular basis. But Proto doesn't mean everything it's not the end of the world if you don't get it it's also not the end of the world if you lose it just as long as you learn from whatever happened right hopefully point- hopefully if you're trying to be an outstanding citizen you're not going to lose it though right but it's okay i've lost proto before and look where i am now it happens um Yes, it still stands that the Outstanding BZ Power Citizens group is defined by having full proto. 
that doesn't mean anything really. That's my conclusion. Right. There's still lots of lots of great members on the site uh, who may not be in that group, but who still help out and uh, help make our community uh, the place that it is. That's true. And I guess a more general example of how to be outstanding. I know, well, I've given a few proto points for uh, making high quality posts. This is actually a category in the in the in the warn in the warn system. That's what I was trying to say. Warn system. Uh, you can moderators can select making high quality posts for a reason for giving proto. Um, and actually, these days, um, just posting a heck of a lot, and making good non-spam posts across a variety of forums, that's the way to be a good citizen. I mean, VZ Power needs the post these days. And, you know, if you're doing your part to keep the site vibrant just by being uh, a prolific poster, I, I appreciate that personally. I think VZ Power appreciates it. So basically, while not all... Okay, I could say, you know, just be yourself and post and you're an outstanding citizen. Well, that's not true. That's a bit cheesy. Uh, not all members will even want to, you know, make a name for themselves. Some members are content with being uh, slightly visible, but, you know, mostly keeping to themselves on the forums and just taking in the community and lurking. That's fine. But don't let, one, don't let the proto-system intimidate, intimidate you. Two, yes, be yourself and be positive. And three, just enjoy yourself on BZ Powered. You don't have to strive to make yourself known. If you do, that's great. And I encourage people to help out by doing whatever. Right. If if what you enjoy on BZ Power is helping out people and reporting posts and sending them PMs to explain things, that's great and that's awesome. But if what you enjoy about BZ Power is, you know, making awesome mocks or artwork or playing in RPGs and just like, you know, really getting into that, that's that's just as fun too, as long as you're having fun. Yeah. So I guess to provide a summary not all outstanding members have a copper name on the, the active users list. Two, not all members really strive to be outstanding, and that's okay. Three, it's possible to be outstanding by just doing what you're doing. And that's that. And hopefully, Easy Power, uh, I guess, survives for quite a few more years and that, well, our membership continues to be crazy awesome. All right. Yeah, I, I hope so too. And I look forward to uh, seeing all you guys post on the forums and the blogs and sending in news reports and coming to conventions and all the awesome stuff that you guys do that makes us a great community. Yep. And, uh, well, thank you for the opportunity to host or co-host, I guess, or maybe not even co-host. I don't know what 
what the job title I have for this segment is, but to present the how-to BZP segment on the BZ Powercast. Well, it's it's been great talking with you today and all the other times that you've come on the show. And uh, hopefully at some point in the future, we'll figure out uh, another way that we can help members out with uh, things like this. Yeah, and um, Q&A forum is always open. If you have questions about anything, if you need a personal uh, how-to segment, as it were, you can post a topic there asking for help. Um, Yeah, that's it. I got nothing else. Yeah, all you got to do is uh, click the link, and uh, it's like when you open up uh, the door to a store and little bell rings. You know, Ryan has a little bell that will ring anytime someone goes in the Q&A forum so he knows that uh, someone's there. Yeah. And, well, man, I remember the days when Q&A got like 20 posts a day, <laughs> 20 topics a day. People are a lot smarter these days. Yep. But yep. that doesn't, but it doesn't mean that people can't still post questions there if they have them. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. And, um, well, I, I will be talking to you, but unfortunately we won't be talking to you on the PowerCast, uh, not next month. So nope. uh, it's been fun, and we'll see what the future brings. Indeed, to the future. Brick Fair Virginia was earlier this month, and BZ Power, as per usual, had a great turnout. Joining me are DV, Nukai, and MZ to talk about the event. What's up, guys? Not much. I'm eating blueberries with Pat that I just pulled out of the freezer. Frozen blueberries. That sounds wonderful. That sounds tasty. We are super awake. (laughs) I think that goes for all of us right now, but we're going to power through it. So, uh, Brick Fair 2013. I think this was like the five-year anniversary of uh, Brick Fair Virginia, if you think about it. Not that Todd did anything, but... It's crazy to think that uh, it's been around for that long. Wow, yeah. Yep. Oh, hasn't it? Wow. Five years since the bull trash review. <laughs> We've done six of those. Wow. So, Brick uh, Fair keeps, uh, keeps chugging along. I-, I wouldn't say it grew a lot this year, but it was definitely a great event. Lots to see and do. Uh, let's start by talking about some of the uh, games and activities that were taking place. So, uh, Madison, anything you participated in that you want to talk about? Oh, wait a spring that on me. What did I participate in? Give me my blueberries back. Here. Um, I participated... What did I participate in? Seed build? I participated in the seed build this year, which was a first-time event they did, which was pretty neat. It's where they go, and they give you a random part in a large amount and then you have a predetermined amount of time to build as many mocks using, or just one mock, whatever, using as many of the pieces that they gave you as possible. So this year they gave us, it's the little ornament kind of doohickeys. It's I'm like sure a two-by-two two round plate with the hook hole thing on top. top. Yeah. Which apparently are the most difficult things to work with because... We had access to all the Lego in the like free play area, but there wasn't much to attach anything to there. 
So that was like you really had to just work like at your creativity and how you could use the pieces with what you had, which was very interesting because people went in very different directions from each other. Like, for example, I ended up making a tiny tortoise and a tiny hare and used the actual the seed build piece as eyes. And then I made them a racetrack and I lined it with the seed part because it was a high tech racetrack, which was really stretching it at that point for what I was trying to do. But I was just like, whatever, if I give them a good story, maybe I'll win. But I didn't <laughs> win, so that's okay. It was still really fun. Um, I can't remember, a couple other people, Ben did, was involved in it. And I think Friar Tuck? Fives? Or Five, was Fives? I don't, I don't think remember. So. But quite a few BZ Power people did it because they didn't have enough spot. Well, they had a bunch of spots available. But it was really fun because every ability built just something completely different. So... Yeah. Yeah, and it was actually organized, as I recall, by a BZ Power member. Uh, was it Danny three sixteen P? So, uh, and you guys got to keep the parts at the end, right? We did. So I don't have free Lego, of <laughs> and I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. Make a lot of Christmas ornaments, duh. I'm actually considering that. Maybe I'll make some like BZ Power Christmas ornaments. I'm kind of glad I didn't take part in that because that piece is would I would have been really disappointed if that was the piece that they gave us at the end. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think Ben uh, was a little little disappointed with that the choice, but uh, as far as the Christmas ornaments go, that'd be totally awesome to like put on display a uh, Lego Christmas tree at one of these conventions with all Lego oh. ornaments. It'd be like Christmas in July at Brick Fair or something. <laughs> um, although it's August, anyway. Um, Pat, what about you? I did the combo build D. Which I uh, don't entirely know why it says a D because there was only two combo builds, but oh really? Well, there, there, were two there were two A folds and two T folds. Right? But anyway, I did the important one. It was the bigger <laughs> of the two adult ones, and we had to combine a friend's set with or not a friend set. I won a friend set. We had to combine a city set that had like a big raft on it. With that Exoforce Purple Panther set that Todd probably has an entire like storage unit full of. He does. Yeah, I, I participated in two combo builds other brick fairs this year, and both of them used those Exoforce sets. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I did that, and everyone built these really random things. There was probably like maybe ten people doing it, and Fives was also there. He is everywhere. <laughs> and I ended up sitting across the table from this guy... We built this like really cool spaceship, and he used the raft, the big yellow raft, as the cockpit, and that was pretty neat. Um, and he got second place, which was good for him. And I built a school-aged gremlin from the movies Gremlin with a rock-powered skateboard, and I used the raft as a backpack. And I won first place because, of course. It was, it was really quite adorable. Fourth. It was really adorable. I have pictures, and when I get around to editing them, I will show them. I was really proud of it. I'm not going to lie. But I walked really around cool. showing it to everybody. <laughs> but it was really cool because, uh, you know, there were all system parts. And as a primarily a vinyl builder, it's always neat to win those big system competitions amongst system builders. Right, and you got yeah. a friend set as the prize. Which, did. Which yeah, cool. like, yeah, the, like pet show one with like the trophy and stuff there was a trophy in it which i thought was fun and you can't can never get enough of those new colors either i don't think 
Uh-uh. All right, they have the best colors. <laughs> so, Adrian, did you get a chance to participate in any uh, any of the Brick Fair games or anything? A billion cookies. Not any of the Lego ones. Adult Swim games, yeah, a couple. But <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. so yeah, there there were some uh, some fun after hours games going on. Um, I don't know. I guess we could probably talk about Cards Against Humanity as long as you don't get into any uh, anything too specific. It's it's a game. It's out there. Um, there's going to be a, a Brick Fair hosted version, but so many people were interested that we split off and had our own BZ Power Cards Against Humanity game, which so was a fun. lot of fun. We had an awesome soundtrack. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that's about all we can say on that. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also oh. played Munchkin too with Friar Tuck and... Uh, ben and some other guys. So that was fun as well. Uh, it's a really complicated game, but it's easy to pick up on. So, yeah, we definitely got to play that too, along with Cards Against Humanity. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, and uh, earlier in the event, I hosted a Settlers of Catan game that uh, Friar Tuck and uh, Chocolate Frogs Ben both played in. Uh, it was a really intense game. Uh, came down to the wire. There's like three of us were were right about to win, and then all of a sudden, Friar Tuck came out of nowhere and just took it all. And we're like, "What? What? No, not fair." I hear I heard he did the same thing in Munchkin too. Yeah, Friar Tuck wins at everything: laser tag, Munchkin, Settlers. He probably would have won cards against humanity too. Yeah, he would yeah, have been there. No, he would not have. <laughs> I don't lose. You never know. Oh, yeah, know. he may surprise us all. Um, let's see. Then I also did the blind speed build where uh, you're given a set and you can have the instructions and look at the instructions, but you can't see the pieces. You have to feel them and uh, you know put this set together, which doesn't sound too hard, except when you know the set has say, like, one-by-one one plates in three different colors. Um, so you can feel like, okay, this is a one-by-one one plate, but I have no idea what color it is, so we'll just put it together and see what comes out. Uh, I think I ended up placing second or third in that, uh, which was uh, pretty fun, considering people were giving me a hard time as being a bonicle builder building a system set, but doesn't just because we do construction doesn't mean we can't build system. That's right. right. I win the combo build. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I also did uh, another speed build during the Adult Swim, which was a lot of fun. Uh, again, came in like second or third in that. Gotta gotta practice my speed building skills, it seems, so we can uh, so I can do better at that next time around. But still, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of free Lego sets as a result. So can't say uh, can't say no to that. So All right. Did, stuff. Stuff. did anybody else win any free stuff? I don't know what you're talking. About. No. I actually I won the giant R2D2 set during bingo while I was translating for a deaf man because you know it doesn't really work for bingo when you're just yelling out numbers because lo and behold you can't hear them sometimes you can't hear them anyway because there's so many people in there so I'm like translating one hand playing my bingo card the other and then I was like oh my god I won <laughs> and over walks Alvin I'm pretty sure walks over and just plops down this giant R2-D2 set and I was just like say what? <laughs> I just won that? and I was like whoa 
was really cool. Yeah, this is so big you couldn't even fit in your luggage. Yeah, it did not fit in my luggage, so Boltop had to send me it. Which was very nice. Thanks, dude. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad uh, glad you guys were able to get that. Did Have you built it yet? I have not. I've been very busy, unfortunately. So hopefully this weekend I can maybe get it built because, yeah, I need to really build it. Yeah, that's like a whole weekend build right there, probably. And I also want to do a set review of it, so... It'll take even longer to set up and take it's pictures. So long. <laughs> uh, you should just do like a, a time lapse of the building process. I'm actually considering doing that. I'm just not entirely sure how if my ba- or backpack, my laptop would allow that or not. But yeah, I would like to do that because I think it'd be a really interesting one to do like that. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, Bingo was uh, another another game that was there. I think. Couple other BZ power members won different things, so that's always cool. Um, let's see. There was some uh, some talks given by Kevin Hinkle and Tim Courtney. So Kevin did a Q and A at the uh, hotel restaurant, uh, which was fun as always. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, as far as the uh, the quality of questions and the uh, the venue? I don't know. Are you sure that Lego is hiring a new food source person i'm pretty sure that's oh man yeah i mean if if you want to get it if you're in the food service industry i hear that you know enfield connecticut is the place to be to get in in the door with lego yeah yeah i guess so i mean there's a lot of talk about the some of the controversy recently with the san diego comic-con uh minifigs and all that fun stuff i think Mm -hmm. kevin handled that pretty well um Surprisingly, I thought most of the questions, though, were were fairly uh, legitimate, right? There weren't any silly bring back old gray monorail nine volt monocle trains. I think we got most two. That guy just asked it all at the very beginning. Yeah, he did. Like somebody asked it very quickly and we're like, oh, that's done. Now we can get back to actual important things. Yes. So I was glad that they did that. Everybody will be ready, excited to hear that Kevin definitely said that Bionicle comes back next week. It does. It actually already came back. It's time traveling as we speak. Yeah, so you, you have to buy the new Kuso DeLorean set and then use that to uh, to go back to 2001 and then you can get Bionicle again. That's exactly so that's how, how you do it, huh? Yep. All yes. Right. I should know I have two of those sets now. Um, <laughs> Story. So, all right. Uh, then there was a uh, his Kevin did a panel about the his role in the community team. Uh, pretty much the same one he had done at every other event this year. I don't think there's anything too uh, revolutionary there, and the questions uh, tended to be a lot more. You know, is Lego doing or what Lego sets is Star Wars doing next year or is Ninjago coming back or other things that Kevin clearly couldn't talk about, which is unfortunate. My favorite was when that kid asked him if he liked Chima and he said, I don't know what that is. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's good that Kevin has a sense of humor. I think you need one for that job. Or he said, or someone asked, have you seen any of the 2014 Lego Star Wars sets? And Kevin said, I've seen all of them. Next question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, one day, maybe, one day people will realize what they should and shouldn't ask in those those uh, sessions. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, but... 
Oh, that was fun. It was a good brick fair. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the last Lego session was Tim Courtney from the Cuso team was there to talk about that program. Um, and I think the, the biggest piece of information out of that was, um, you know, Cuso is not going to be the venue to bring back Bonacle. So you guys can forget about those bring back Bonacle projects. Uh, but, he even had a slide dedicated to it. So is, is that official? But how else will we get Bionicle back? You yeah. just have to, to hope and, and wish for it really hard. And probably not sending emails to customer service will be a good thing. Um, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe keep talking about Bionicle on you know, places like BZ Power to show them that there's still interest. Well, you know where wisdom and valor fail that remains is faith. No, Pat. <laughs> As I said that, because I had to look it up. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, uh, in addition to all the fun activities, seminars, there's a, a couple uh, Lego creations there, I think. One or two mocks on display. Uh, any highlights from you guys? Who wants to start? The Serenity. That was there last year. But Adrian wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess it's new for <laughs> Sorry. It was amazing. I loved it. it yeah, it was fun. still very impressive. Uh, I also like the little Serenity in a glass jar. There, there's okay. a few different scales of, of the yeah. Firefly ship there. They're all pretty cool. Uh, I was impressed with the castle turnout this year. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, I think there was like two castle mocks or something in the far back corner. This year, they were front and center. There's a giant like black, uh, I think it was called like the Obsidian Fortress or something. Uh, really impressive. And then I think the one that won best castle was the uh, the Gates of Erebor, which is the Lonely Mountain from The Hobbit. So if you saw, you know, the Hobbit, the Unexpected Journey, it was basically from the beginning of the, the movie, uh, you know, the Dwarfen Fortress created in a huge, huge, gigantic uh, Lego mock. That really, it was, it was definitely a good mock to have at the front just as people were coming in. Because uh, I think it like it lit up and everything too. It was fantastic. The bro -led one? No, the, well, I, I don't think you saw that one actually. That one, no. The only one I remember lighting up was that bro lug one. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty uh, impressive creation too, considering it was very modular. Um, I feel like those guys did not do anything at all Thursday and Friday except working on reassembling it. That right. and skating around on their skateboards. Um, Gone, bro. But it really it really came together at the end. It was super impressive. And there was so much detail in it. Like everywhere you looked, there was something new. Right, and I think that's one of the things with doing a collaborative build like that is that each person can put in it like their own level of like detail, and it's not one yeah. person having to come up with like ideas for each little area of the creation. You know, they would have even gotten more detail in there if they hadn't been riding on skateboards the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I know. If they had, if they had taken off their bathrobes, it would have increased the, their arm mobility that much more. Yeah, I bet you they had to keep rebuilding things because they kept dropping it because they had to keep they were on the skateboard and skateboards are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure you wear proper safety equipment, everyone, while riding skateboards. Helmets are important. Mm -hmm. Any other mocks that stood out to you, Pat? Mm, you know, just like most years, I didn't get to see a whole lot of things because we did so much stuff and we spent so much time at the binocle table 
And since so few people photograph all the Bionicle mocks, I spend so much time doing that every year. But I did see a really cool bowling alley. A bowling alley was amazing. That like, was... town and train, like, actually just town and city stuff in general had some phenomenal stuff this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, there was definitely a whole bunch of, of different town and train layouts. I think there was, like, at least two more lugs that did displays this year than had previously done. I know the iLug New York one uh, was pretty cool. They had, like, that huge, um, like, strip mine thing going on with, uh, you know, train cars to take, like, the the raw ore or whatever. And they kind of had a lot, a lot of fun with it. So, like, after you left the mine, there was, like, a little space area and then, like, a, a little, uh, like, a dinosaur uh, Jurassic Park kind of area. Uh, it's always fun when uh, to see those kind of those little little details in there. Uh, what about you, Madison? Anything that stood out that hasn't been mentioned? I was going to say the bowling alley, but obviously Pat said that. Sorry. Um, there were some pretty neat mosaics. There was, there was several, and now I can't remember any of their names. The Cortana was cool. The Cortana one was very cool because it was lit up and then the pieces individually were moving. And it was just like, pretty sure it was like 75% Technic. So it technically could have qualified for Bionicle. (laughs) Um, and the, it had it had all clear pieces on it for or trans clear different blue pieces with white. And as it moved, it's made like the image entire image looked like it was moving. It was amazing. I was like, holy cow! I didn't think you could do something like that with a mosaic. But yeah, know. it really gave it a kind of holographic look, as you know the character is. Yes. There was also a, a pretty cool uh, smog mosaic that was uh, kind of like three-dimensional a little bit, popping out of, of the base plates. Uh, yeah. Really awesome. Some other, there, let's see, what else was there? I, we talked about the castles. The mosaics were pretty cool. Um, there were some really awesome Looney Tunes sculptures in TV, music, and books. There was like a Daffy Duck and like a Marvin the Martian and some others um, that like, I, I think they were the person who built them came all the way from England, um, oh, and they had like this really difficult time <laughs> transporting all that stuff because you know you know Looney Tunes characters they have like really thin arms and legs so yep. uh, it's hard to like support their own weight and everything so it was pretty impressive. There was uh, definitely some good Bonicle turnout this year. Uh, yeah. Someone built this really awesome spider. Um, it's really really cool. I, I think that would have been my favorite. Best spider of all time. <laughs> uh, BZ Power was hosting the finals of uh, our contest, which was a BBC 65 or BBC C65, sorry, uh, the For the Birds contest. So we had our, what yeah. was it, eight finalists there um, and members from the site and public and anyone who's at Brick Fair got to vote. And there's a really awesome voting turnout and uh, some great creations as part of that. I, th- I believe uh, Steve the Squid's blue and yellow macaw ended up winning, which was really awesome. I love the wings on that with the Technic beams. Um, it was really cool. I didn't vote for that one, but it was really, really cool. Yeah, well, I think, you know, they're all finalists. They're all great in their own way. Uh, I think that one kind of stood out the most because of the bright colors, but they, they're all really good. Uh, there's there's an awesome dragon. I guess we should mention your dragon, Pat, which keeps getting bigger every year. 
um, or every time you rebuild it, not every year. It does get bigger every time. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, I'm on Brickshelf, and I came upon Ben's folder of Bionicle mocks from Brickfair, and I'm like, oh, look, they cover images a bunch of my <laughs> There's that dragon. Yeah, he gets bigger every year, or every, every year that I rebuild him. Yeah, and in general, there is you know just a huge BZ power turnout. I'd say I don't know what probably eighty percent of the Bonacle mocks were from BZ power members. Man, I'd almost say more. Uh, I think on the other the other section that we weren't at for most of the time, there's a good chunk that wasn't BZ power. It's true. Um, there's that whole had a good bio. We had a good Bionalog turnout. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a you know our mosaic there for the Bionalog and. A uh, whole bunch of members there. I think probably at least three people joined Bonalug, uh during Brick Fair. And so we had, uh, I guess, made it an even bigger display. <laughs> um, but a lot of members sent in mocks. So thanks everyone who sent in stuff to, you know, up to four conventions this year. And obviously by Brick Fair Virginia, we had the most. And it was a huge turnout. Yeah. Uh, it was because of you guys that were able to fill up the huge amount of space that Todd Webb keeps giving us every year. So thanks for that. Next year we get even more. Yeah, well, you know, if all goes well, there's going to be what thirty thousand square feet of extra space. So yes, yeah. All right. Can you just imagine uh, how much <laughs> that's going to expand uh, all the themes, you know, Bonacle included. So uh, everyone, get ready to to build your hearts out next year because we gotta gotta top it. Got to show everyone that Bonacle is not dead. Um, I've got plans. <laughs> I hope we all do. Uh, yeah, so there's definitely some great, great creations. Uh, let's see. I know Steve the Squid has some awesome other stuff. Sumiki, Zath, uh, Ben, Chocolate Frogs had some cool stuff. Uh, Maiko, Miyako, however you say his name, and Anshir and Lightshir had a few. Yeah, five, 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 had some cool stuff, as did Retinance. Um, some of that stuff was leaning more towards the sculpture line with the amount of detail it had in it. I know there's a lot of people who are ooing and eyeing over the Growlithe, which was, it definitely looked really, really awesome. Um, anything else? I'm trying to think of any other mocks like anywhere else that uh, really stood out, but... I think that's about. I, if that wasn't enough, I mean, there, there's plenty. You got everyone should come to Brick Fair one year just so you can see the the, the huge turnout. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Like I've gone to several other conventions and nothing comes even close to Brick Fair Virginia. Yeah, I think the only event that can compare as far as maybe like square footage would be Brick World, and none of us have have made it there yet. So. Uh, yeah, say it. Brickworld is the only other one that's that close. Yeah. I thought one of the interesting things this year was that there's actually fewer uh, public attendance, although it's still, you know, which was, I think, good because things were much less crazy during the public hours. And, um, but, uh, you know, it was still a huge turnout. There's still, I don't know, what was it like, 15, 16,000 people from the public that came through, plus, I don't know, how many people uh, signed in, Pat? Like 800 registered attendees or something? Um, I think we ended up with 900 and something people that actually came in and actually signed in. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, that's that's crazy. It was 1,000 AFOLs and, you know, over 10,000 public. It, it's just a sight to behold for sure. 
Um, it really was. It was super, super neat. <laughs> so that was most of the convention proper. Uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about some of the things that happened outside of the convention. So we talked a little bit about laser tag. So we had a, a cool party. Um, we had a barbecue last year, Brick Fair. That was just kind of like uh, ad hoc uh, kind of little thing that we did in the area behind the hotel. And so I wanted to do something cooler this year and got the idea to have a pizza party with some laser tag in. And we had, I think, 28 members uh, come in and play a couple of games of laser tag and eat some pizza. And I don't know, what were uh, your guys' thoughts of that event? Laser tag was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. I'm really bad at laser tag, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I had fun, too, even though I'm really bad at laser tag. It's not my thing, but I still had fun at this event. Yeah, it was it was definitely a blast. There's there's some uh, logistical issues with the actual laser tag games, and I think... Yeah. You know, having done this this year, next year we can like maybe suggest like, hey, let's just do game types with like two teams or something, so it's less confusing. Um, but it was it was a huge amount of fun, and I think everyone had a blast. Uh, plenty of pizza, not enough beverages to go around, so we'll try to remedy that next year. Uh, but you can definitely be assured that we're gonna plan to try to do at least uh, at least the same next year and have have uh, just as much fun. Uh, so, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, I think we may try to change some stuff uh, around a little bit as far as the organization. Uh, maybe make uh, make it a little more fun to uh, to participate in. So we'll see. Um, the other big thing was a group of VZ Power members have formed a band, uh, Nervous Pudding, and they had a concert just down the road from Brick Fair on Sunday. Uh which was really cool to see, you know, a group of people who met on this site, you know, that it would not exist if not for BZ Power, uh, making, you know, a band that had uh, had a really good performance. And it was, it was really impressive. We had a some bunch of BZ Power members came and visited. Uh, and it was, it was really cool. I don't know, Pat Madison, any thoughts on that, Adrian? Well, it's not awesome to get invited to a free concert, much less a free concert with a great performance, so... I definitely had fun, and I definitely liked the songs, their song selections, and the, some of their stories were actually kind of funny too. So <laughs> I like the personality that the band as a whole seems to have. They they definitely had a fun stage presence, uh, and they had a good mix of some of their own original songs and some covers of you know popular stuff. Uh, I don't, Pat, any thoughts? It was a lot of fun. Um, they all made funny faces while they were doing stuff. <laughs> which I noticed, like, um, no, it was really cool, and I really enjoyed a lot of it. Um, there were some really fun ones, especially where, like, Kaylee just sang on ukulele. I don't think she sang the ukulele. Well, she, she sang while playing the ukulele, <laughs> Andrew. Okay, my bad. But no, it was really fun. Um, it was very hot. Although not as hot as it's been in previous years. I think overall Brickford was a little cooler, which we were all thankful for. You know, as we went back and forth across the ridiculous parking lot, we did not completely melt each time. <laughs> True story. It was much nicer. <laughs> yep, so, all right. Uh, anything else that took place during Brickford that you guys want to bring up, talk about? Um, um, 
Um, well, it's great meeting all the uh, newcomers to Brick Fair, meeing more people than I had last time I was here. So Yeah, I feel like there's definitely, definitely a big growth in the BZ Power turnout. Like I said, there's 28 of us at Laser Tag, and there wasn't even everyone. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was a good group of people this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, there's definitely always people around to, to hang out with and chat, and it's always good to put, you know, faces and names together. Uh, some people we've met for the first time and a lot of familiar faces since, like we talked about at the beginning, you know, we've been doing this brick fair for, for five years now. And so it was, uh, it was totes fun, as some would say. Totes, man. And uh, yeah, definitely we'll be back next year. So if you're starting to make vacation plans for 2014, uh, Brick Fair Virginia 2014 should definitely be on your list. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, let's see. It is going to be August or starts July 31st next year and goes through August 3rd. So mark your calendars down. And uh, if, you know, coming out to Virginia is not your thing. Uh, there's another LEGO convention coming up in a little over a month. Uh, BrickCon will be taking place out in Seattle. And I know three of the four of us will be there. And that's what? Uh, October 3rd through 6th at the Seattle Convention Center. So it's, uh, from what I hear, this will be my first BrickCon. Not as big as Brick Fair, but still a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, all the Brick Fair Virginia might be a year longer next year. A, a day longer, that's right. And I said July 31st, but it might actually be starting July 30th next year. Yeah, I think we're still finalizing it, but it sounds like a pretty foregone conclusion. Right, which which hopefully then, Pat, you'll have some extra time to go see all the other creations. <laughs> that would be really nice. I remember doing in 2008, 2009, or I remember especially 2009 taking photos and being like, well, that was fun, I did all of them. Yeah, I mean, 2008, 2009, we're in that little ballroom, and it's it much easier to take pictures of everything. Uh, but, yeah, when you're in this giant convention center, it's it's a lot more difficult. I had to spread it across, like, I think I took, I started Saturday morning, then took some more Saturday night, and then Sunday morning I was finally able to finish. And it was, like, probably at least 45 minutes each each time I was taking pictures. It's just crazy. Uh, so yeah, definitely make make some plans to come to like a convention next year. If uh, you don't think there's one in your area, feel free to PM me, and I can probably help you find out something that is in your area of the country or your separate country outside of the states. Because there's there's conventions that take place everywhere, and it's definitely worth your while to go. All right, any closing thoughts? Brick Fair, Virginia, 2013. Woo, I loved it, and woo. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, well, thanks, guys. And there you have it, episode fifty of the BZ Powercast. We still welcome your feedback. You can leave it in the talkback topic in the forums, or on iTunes, or send an email to powercast.bzpower.com. Uh, let us know what you thought of the series two of the BZ Powercast. And if you have any ideas for what we can do in the future, let us know about those as well. We're always listening. To close things out, we have another dramatic comic reading from Holly Husky and Janus. And until next time, so long and thanks for all the fish. Bionicle, comic nine, divided we fall. 
The Borok Saga, Part 6 of 6. A dramatic reading by... Ollie Husky. James, James. You can read along with us in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chime ring like this. Let's begin now. Quack. The energies of Protodermis have transformed the Toa into the Toa Nuva. More powerful heroes with new masks and new tools. But the change threatens to split the team apart just as a new threat arises on Mount Anui. What is the secret of the Toa Nuva symbols of power? What is the secret of the Toa Nuva symbols of power? They're symbols of power. There's, okay. Who are the Cal? And why can they leave can't why can they leave the heroes of Matanui helpless? Oh. oh. The Toa Nuva are just about to embark on their first great adventure, and it just may be their last, except for two thousand eight. Oh no. Spoilers. Divided we fall. Prepare yourselves, the ultimate challenge is about to begin. Black. Huh. After our struggles with the Bowrock, defeating these three will be no problem at all. Think what you like, Galley, but you'll have to be faster than that to stop me. Did you say faster? How about this? Let's see you glide out of a tornado on those air katana wings, Alewa, girl. Hmm. <laughs> now, Bohatu, my brother. Didn't Ragonewa ever tell you? You always have to watch where you're running, especially when Agnewanewa is near. Uh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Whoa, 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 girl! Girl. Crash! Ow. Mm, that leaves you and I. It's Ahunuva. No, that leaves only me. A fire kid. Mm-hmm. How amusing. That's enough to imprison a mindless Rahi, perhaps. But not Kopaka, Nova. You always were a little too confident, Tahu. Beware, brother, I don't have the heat of the melt. Enough! We've learned what we set out to learn. As Toa Nuva, we have greater power and greater control over that power than ever before. It is a shame we cannot control our tempers as well. Oh, burn. Sick burns. Quack. Perhaps we are all on edge, golly. The struggle with Kadok and Gadok? Our transformation into the Toa Nuba? Not to mention making sure the Borok swarms and Borok Va got put to work repairing the damage they did. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Maybe Tahu and Kabaka did get a little carried away. No! Gary's right, maybe it would be better to give us several ways. I've written a lot of news on Who's Topaka again? The Ponds. Right. I agree. This alliance is no longer necessary. Attractive, though. <laughs> the Turaga have said all along that we are six who share one destiny. Is this how we honor their wisdom? By splitting apart? That turned into Bohato at the end. It really did. That's okay. Maybe the Turaga don't know everything, Ali. If you want me, I'll be helping to rebuild the Koro by myself. This is a mistake! I can feel it! Please, what if we are needed once more? What are favorite... the odds of that happening? I know, right? <laughs> My favorite part about this picture always has been that they're like, turn their backs on her and she's standing like, wait, guys! <laughs> right? Y-M-C-A. <laughs> 
What is some new dream drain threatens Matanui? What if some new drain o threatens Matanui? Oh no, because there's a hole right there. See, they put the drain down the hole and the bark cow is in care of. Okay, go for it. Then we are decided. Yeah, but what if the Toanuba should try to interfere? Can we succeed where the Rahi and the Bowrock swarms have failed? We can. We must. The heart of the Toanuba's power lies in their village. Steal that heart and they will be unable to stop us. Look at Kopaka's little smile. And everybody's like, They do not know we are here. They do not know why. they do, it will already be too late. Cow! They didn't put a thing right there. That bothers me, like, for the A. Quack. 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 The outskirts of the village of Ta Koro. Gummy is wrong to the new community. We have a canary in the why the god protecting me, the you really mixed that up, man. What's Vaka in this voice again? Forgive them, Tahoe. That's right. The terrible. Yeah. They're not yet used to your new appearance or your new power. Only the enemies of Martin who have anything to fear from me. I may have changed, but my love for my people is not. In their hearts, Almatoran know this. Even now, they. In every village, they gather to celebrate the symbols of the Toa Nuva's might. Each village will honor and protect the symbol of its Toa Nuva for all time. Is that hurting your voice? <laughs> no, I just can't read. <laughs> the icy village of Kokoro. Kokoro. Oh, Dragon Ninja asks if you are pleased with this tunic to your might. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am pleased that my people are safe. As for this, it is only symbol. It has no power, Matoro. Oh, wait, plot twist. Hmm. <laughs> I will guard it just the same, and it will be here when you return. Later, on the slopes of Mount Ihu. I am troubled. Our new powers are great, but they have driven the Tonuva apart. Perhaps that is best, but, but, did someone or something know this would happen? <laughs> Plan for us to split apart? Oh, is Matanui in peril once more? Quack. Quack. Back in Kokoro. <laughs> 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 Only a simple who says, sales, with the sales. <laughs> But to wait return, it is much more! It is a reminder that the Toadu will always be there to protect us! Who? Oh no! No! I will stop you! Oh! I'm so heavy! I can't stand! Fat. Can't stand! Can't get up! Too heavy! Gotta go on a diet! But you can't! I can. My brothers and I will find the prize we seek. And neither Kopakanuva nor any other will stop us. What is Kopaka even doing here? He's like building this gigantic ice bridge just to know he's just like, I'm out for a melodramatic walk, but I'm just going to build an ice bridge as I go along. I'm just going out for a melodramatic walk, but I'm just going to build an ice bridge. All seems peaceful. What is it, the peace that comes before the avalanche? Is there a peace that comes before an avalanche? I think you need a piece for a jigsaw puzzle. 
Alright. Mm, the bridge! Crack. <laughs> <laughs> An ice slide will get me safely to the ground. And then... Hmm? What's this? My ice powers. I like how the... The, the I like how you keep chiming in and interrupting. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll cut it out. There gone. Quack. And Quack. without them, there is no escape until they retcon this cannon into something far narrower in the next comic to be continued. Hi, welcome to the VZ Powercast. With me today are MZ, Nukaya, and DV to talk about Brickfed 2013, which was an awesome year. And if you missed it, we're here to talk about it and tell you how awesome it was. I just don't need to say anything. <laughs> Apparently not. Should we just continue this? <laughs> so guys, what did you think? Of Brick Fair 2013. Was it totally rad? You know, or just kind of rad? We did lots of fun things this year. Really? The best thing really? That we did. Like six. Tell me more. One of the things that we did this year was we got together using the new store system on BZ Power and we bought tickets to go play laser tag. And wowie kazowie, more people showed up than I expected. That sounds like a new kind of way to do things online. Could you tell me more about this system and what we used it for at Brick Fair? We bought lots of pizza, and we played laser Pizza's tag, good. and we played two games that I'm pretty sure Friar Tuck won both of with his toe shoes. Wow, that's pretty Yeah, intense. he was that good. Now I'm going to talk like this. Just to mess with you. That sounds like fun. Word. Thanks, Rob.